the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We move into the second hour of a uh, hump day show. It's uh, middle of the weekday, over the hill day, closer to Friday than we were on Monday here on Dave Ellswick's show. It's a good thing. It's going to be a nice day today. Going to have a possibility of a thunderstorm, about 20 percent. A lot, lot more percentage that there won't be a thunderstorm. And where the high yesterday was about uh, 50 degrees, today it will be 82 degrees, uh, which is much improved over what it was yesterday. Yesterday was just a really, really, really bone-chilling day. Joining us uh, this half hour is, uh, of course, Congressman French Hill. He does this every Wednesday in the 7 o'clock hour. We're glad to have him with us. Thanks for joining us again today, uh, Congressman. I just got done talking to Ryan Norris from Americans for Prosperity here in Arkansas, and we were spending some time talking about what Nancy Pelosi is up to again uh, you know, I tell you, the woman is, uh, every time she opens her mouth, uh, I, I, my blood pressure goes up. I told Heidi I was going to go take another blood pressure pill this morning because this woman is crazy. She's crazy. And I think Ryan did a really good job of explaining it. He said watching her govern is like watching a middle school student govern where she, uh, they run for an office and they say free ice cream every day for everyone and to get people's votes. Uh, well, her her uh, promises are a whole lot bigger than this. And, and it, her promises are destroying the American labor force uh, in the near in the in the future uh, using government money. Uh, I got to tell you, Congressman, you got to be shaking your head on this. Well, this one is distressing. Uh, I think her ultimate promise here is free recess for every worker in America, to use your middle school analogy. Mm -hmm. Uh, This bill she proposes, we got it yesterday afternoon about 3 o'clock, 1,800 pages and $3 trillion in new spending. $3 trillion. We, over the last three months, have put together a series of bipartisan bills that are extraordinary, that amount to $2.9 uh, trillion in spending. Uh, and it shocks me. But those were bipartisan bills to try to beat this virus and get our economy back to full capacity. We haven't even gotten that money out to our schools, our colleges, our hospitals, our cities, our states in full capacity yet, nor have we gotten the money functioning to try to help the economic side fully. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yet she comes right around 
with this policy, much of which has nothing to do with coronavirus, and try to spend three trillion dollars. I have to. I was speechless yesterday afternoon. In fact, they told me about it when I was on a television appearance. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I got a text like one second to go, you know, when the light comes on. And You're right. I was I was shocked. Well, I mean, I haven't heard. Is is the two thousand dollars a month uh, per worker in this piece of legislation that she kind of hinted at? Is is that no, there? She um, she extends these tax payments. She makes them bigger. She takes uh, uh, the some of the. Uh, requirements off of them. So she does uh, some more of these uh, tax rebate payments, but it doesn't go on, you know, for permanently like a, a income replacement strategy. Um, she extends unemployment insurance, this rich, rich unemployment insurance benefit until 2021. Uh, she has the government pay for everyone's uh, COBRA, which is that Oh my you God! To maintain your health insurance um, when you lose your job, uh, it has uh, extensive uh, more spending in it for uh, states and local governments. I have not read that section yet. This is uh, almost a trillion dollars to states because they have revenue losses. Um, can I, make a, a can I make a suggestion to you before no. you read that section, because I have. Before you read that section, sit down. I'm just uh, telling yeah. you, sit down or it's going to knock you down. You're not going to believe what's in there. Well, I believe it because she has been taken over since last summer by the the liberals in her caucus. So I'm nothing will surprise me, honestly, Um but I'm I'm distressed, Dave, because we had a bipartisan group working to fight coronavirus, and she has just literally politicized it. And we yeah, worked blew it up. hard to keep keep that. Yeah. yeah, she blew it up. That's what she did because she's there's no Republican had any input into this at all. I guess you know maybe she just sat down in her kitchen binged a lot of uh, chocolate ice cream, got a big sugar high, and sat down and wrote this. I don't know. But this woman is is bona fide. I I think she's bona fide. The Botox has gone to her brain. There is no doubt in my mind. Well, she got uh, her lieutenants drafted it. I don't think many of her members of her conference worked on this. Uh, My my talking to my friends in the Democratic Party, uh, they weren't involved in writing this bill either. This was her top (laughs) lieutenant. Okay. Who would those be? uh, uh, You know, Stenny Stoyer and and a few others? Is that what we're talking? Well, Uh, these are some of the intellectual guides to our nation. We have Jerry Nadler involved in that, Adam uh Schiff, Maxine Waters, Rose Delario. uh, So the list goes on. Wow, you could add Uh, those IQs together and not hit 50. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know, but I I tell you, this is not... uh, what the American people want right now. We want to make sure that we come together as a country, every one of us, and fight this virus and beat it and get this economy back. And that takes everyone putting their shoulder down and pushing hard. And we've got to do it together. And something like this just splits the, once again, splits that political divide we don't need. 
Well, yeah. I mean, for you know, when you look at this kind of stuff, uh, people say that I'm I get too politicized. I can't believe anybody would say that about me, but they do. Uh, but uh, the bottom line is, is that uh, this proves my point. I believe the Democrats will do anything that they think is necessary, even bring down the pillars of our economic uh, machine that we have in this country to beat uh, Donald Trump. They've got TDS so bad that they are willing to do anything uh, to, to beat the man. I mean, last night couldn't have made them feel any better when they, they got whooped in, in a California district uh, by over 12 points, and they got whooped in Wisconsin uh, by over uh, 15 points uh, in, in special elections. And uh, that takes away their whole narrative of how, uh, as in Nate Silver's 538, before those uh, elections took place, how another blue wave was developing. I'm telling you, there ain't no blue wave out there, folks. That, that, that water well is dry now. People understand what the Democrats are all about, and, and they're having none of it. I, I can't believe very few Americans would get behind this, at least fair-thinking Americans or people who can think at all. What do you think? Well, look, Mike Garcia's victory in California last night, I think there's over 75% of the precincts reporting he's won it handily. He's an outstanding veteran, outstanding uh, a man who wore the uniform, he'll represent California. Well, this should have been a Republican district, but it was won by Katie Hill in the 18 election, who is the bisexual person who apparently dated somebody on her staff or whatever and, and resigned in disgrace from Congress. She was described as Nancy Pelosi as my precious Katie, oh, close quote. Yeah. Anyway, Mike Garcia, I think, has won. This will send shockwaves through the Nancy Pelosi organization today that she lost a special election in California, probably the most dominant uh, Democratic state in the country. So I think it sends a shockwave. Uh, Tiffany up in Wisconsin, great guy. He'll replace Sean Duffy in the House. Tom is a terrific uh, contributor as well. Both these uh uh, elections will face, uh, I think, replays this November. No, I agree. And I, yeah. I, I've i been saying, you know, Nate Silver, did, did you happen to read their article before that election of how this is the precursor of another blue wave? I mean, uh, if this uh, is their blue wave, then I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm with, I try to read things I have to read. He isn't one of them. <laughs> I try to keep up with my my enemies as well as my friends, Congressman. All right, we'll come back and let's talk more. Uh, we got more to talk about. And uh, let's talk about how this bill would have a negative effect on workers, people going back to work. And that's very important. And then I'm, I'm going to ask you the question. I'll let you think about it for a while. And that is, are, are, the, are Democrat governors doing things that they believe uh, will cause the president problems for re-election by holding up the recovery of our economy. We'll talk about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 17 after 7, let me remind you about PI Roofing and how good they are. Man, they did my roof years ago, and that was before COVID-19 was a, a gleam in some uh, amoeba's eye. Uh, bottom line is that uh, uh, they did a fantastic job. 
uh, they'll still do a fantastic job. Uh, and they don't even have to come to your house uh, to talk to you about doing the job. And while they're doing the job, they don't have to get into contact with you then. They'll just fix your roof and you won't have to worry about it. Now, they might have to come to your house if you use them uh, to fix some uh, leak that you might have had and it's discolored your, you know, your ceiling and your living room and they got to get in and cut out some drywall and patch it up and repaint it and things of that nature. But the bottom line is that uh, PI Roofing can do all of it from A to Z, whether it's on your roof or it's in your attic or it's on top of, uh, you know, on your ceiling or it's some mold between the walls, PI Roofing can take care of it. And all you got to do is either call them at 707-3551 or go online to piroofing.com and, and talk to them there. Their social distancing taken care of, your roof and all these other uh, problems taken care of, and you don't have to worry about them while you worry about getting back to work and, and all the rest. That's PI Roofing. PIRoofing.com or 707-3551. All right, back with the congressman, Conquer, uh, Congressman French Hill from District 2. Uh, before I talk any more about Pelosi, I want to stop because a big story broke uh, Monday, and that was about this uh, guy from uh, China working at U of A that was found that he was taking money from the Chinese government and he was working for the uh, organization, I think it's called Thousand Talents, which is a uh, nothing more than an arm of the communist uh, Chinese uh, party in, in China. And uh, they're looking at this guy really, really closely. And there's a whole lot of other people. I mean, there's one guy that was working for Harvard congressman that got $15 million from uh, Thousand Talents to go out and, and uh, you know, get guys to that are really smart to to work for the chinese and to steal intellectual property right here within our borders well dave i call it the thousand thieves pro plan uh not the thousand talents china has infiltrated our academic institutions with uh, spy rings and paying americans with money to get information they want to have advantage in the highest technology and engineering and science in this country to try to beat uh, U.S. talent, U.S. academics, U.S. military. And it's shameful. And Secretary Pompeo warned us of this, that this was going on. And I want all Americans to know how uh, infiltrated this is. And I was so glad the FBI uh, performed their good work up in Fayetteville, although I was distressed that now the University of Arkansas has seen and been victimized by this kind of manipulation and deception. Well, here's what bothers me. They're being victimized, but I believe so is UCA. They've got a Confucius Institute on their campus, and it's been proven that that particular institution is nothing more than another operating arm of the Communist Party of China. Yeah, all, all boards of trustees need to really assess uh, research funding and uh, political activity funding consistent with uh, our uh, freedoms in the Bill of Rights here. We're obviously a very different country than a lot of countries in the world, and we protect people's right to assemble and right to free speech on our academic campuses, unless you're a conservative, of course, and then there are limitations <laughs> put on you. 
<laughs> You're but, right. But but seriously, this is something that I don't think any board of trustees or faculty senate should treat with uh, naivete. Look, and, and I just urge people to study this, and you'll see the case you mentioned, of course, Harvard made headlines, uh, but you've got Emory University and, mm-hmm. and now Fayetteville. Uh, the Senate has declared China's recruitment programs a threat to American interests. That was back in 2019. So America is waking up to this, uh, and it's really come in uh, quietly. Uh, I appreciate our, our friend, Senator Cotton, uh, thinking through legislation on how to get at this on research dollars and yep. the transparency of it. You know, these 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 professors are taking money under the table and not disclosing it. They know they're doing wrong. They've had, uh, in the case of Fayetteville, email chains trying to keep it a secret so they could get NASA funding and other American government funding. So uh, there's guilt here, and they know they're doing wrong, but we don't really have a specific law against it, so we're getting... Uh, these cheaters and thieves on things like tax fraud or filing a false income statement or uh, something of that nature. Yeah, Elizabeth and I were talking about this yesterday and said that you notice they got him on tax ev- or you know tax fraud basically or wire fraud, and I said yeah, I mean they're they're taking him down the way they had to take Capone down back in Prohibition. They couldn't get him on all the really nasty things he was doing, so they went after him for tax evasion, and they put him in prison for tax evasion. But they got him behind bars. What bothers me about all this, Congressman, is literally these recruitment programs are nothing more than putting spies all across America to steal our uh, intellectual property. I mean... From what I've heard, the big deal that they're pushing right now is to get as much information as they can about the vaccines that our companies are working on so that they can be the first to get a vaccine for COVID-19 and they can stand up and beat their chest and say to the world, see, we did it first. Yeah, this is uh, this is exactly what's happening. And it's not new in American history. We caught Soviet spies at American research institutions in the 50s and 60s. Yep. We caught German spies before World War I. Uh, this is, unfortunately, uh, China has invaded us not only with a pandemic disease, but with a thousand thieves. And so we're going to do our part of dismantling that. Yeah, so I guess it's, what is it? Uh, Ali Chi and his his thousand thieves, huh? Uh, is kind of kind of what it uh, what it's turning into. It's it's a sad situation. Do you think? And I got a minute left here. Do you think that we are heading uh, with the thing about, that's happening with COVID nineteen, and now what's happening as far as we're finding all these programs that are nothing but fronts for the Communist Party of China? Uh, are are we running? Are we going into a, a new Cold War? I think we could look uh, between what they're doing, what China's doing on national security in the South China Sea, 5G technology up in space, uh, what they have done vis-a-vis not being straightforward with the pandemic, trade. All the countries are going to reset their relations with China. All the countries are going to become dubious of China. And China's reputation is in tatters, uh, 20 years of opening 
from the 80s have now been erased by President Xi's uh, authoritarian, even more authoritarian and more global dominant strategy. Yep, the bamboo curtain is going back up. Hate to say it, but it sure seems that way. The uh, the, the people before uh, Chi seem to want to have a, a more open relationship with the West. That doesn't seem the case with this guy. Uh, he is consolidating power in in his country, and he sounds like he sounds like a, a typical uh, Chinese uh, communist uh, for domination of the West. I appreciate you, Congressman. It's always great to have you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Soon, Dave. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye now, and uh, give hell to Nancy Pelosi, would you? Appreciate that. When we come back, we're talking about broadband here in Arkansas with the man who's really been pushing it, that's State Representative Stephen Meeks. He'll talk to us next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. But first, Rush Limbaugh sitting in the wings, ready to talk to you, give you his morning update. That's happening now on 101.1 FM, The Answer.